Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back, Sports to the Max. Joining us in the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline, former Timberwolves head coach and more, Ryan Saunders, who I had a chance to sit and observe today in a different teaching capacity, and it was really interesting. Ryan, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Maxie. I see you at the health club once in a while, but you have uh, you have another, it's, it, I wouldn't call it the vocation, but something that for people that are wondering <laughs> what's Ryan been doing since he left uh, coaching in the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, you're teaching a little bit. Explain explain how you ended up in the classroom and where you are. Yeah, I am. And, uh, yeah, it was good to have you around today, Maxie. Uh, next time I'm, I'll get you more involved in the, in the <laughs> class for sure. Um, Just don't ask me any tough yeah, questions. <laughs> I get in a daydream, you know. <laughs> you, you, never, you never know. Yeah. Um, no, I've, I've uh, you know, I've been spending a lot of time with my family and uh, really, you know, focus on being a better dad, better, better husband, and it, it's been it's been great. Uh, but you know, during that time, I, I got an opportunity from uh, Brad Reuter, who used to work with the Timberwolves, and he um, he uh, he's been been a good friend. But he he also you know we we also kept in touch and have a great relationship, and he's he's doing work uh, great work over at University Northwestern St. Paul and. He asked me if I'd be interested in, in coming on as an adjunct instructor, and um, we talked through it a little bit, and I figured it worked in my schedule, and um, so I'm teaching a sports leadership course over there, and it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun, really interesting. Um, it's a great class of students, and it's been great getting to know people over there, and you know, doing whatever I can to you know help pass on you know anything I've learned and anything you know that that I feel should be passed along to a next generation. Now, now the University of Northwestern is, you know, a private school and a Christian school. Is it a faith-based class too, yeah. or is it more practical applications? Or I guess where does faith enter into leadership, yeah. you know, as you know it? Yeah. Well, well, I mean, faith is, is, uh, you know, one of the, one of the pillars of my life. And, yep. uh, I've never, I've never been afraid to share that, um, in, in, you know, any setting. Um, you know, I'm also very aware that, you know, nobody's perfect, uh, in, in faith. And, um, you know, we just strive to be better and better. But with that though, this, uh, University of Northwestern is, um, a Christian school. So, uh, you know, we do incorporate some faith, uh, faith elements and we pray and we have a, a devotion to start every class. And it's been, you know, it's been great for me to get in touch and, and learn from the students as well. Um, you know, on, on some, you know, how they feel and we can be open and, um, it's just been a, been a really enjoyable experience. Like for you personally, when, when you're not working and, and you would like to be working here at some point in time and all those things, does your faith grow stronger or is it more shaken when, when there's more uncertainty in your life? Yeah, no, hey, Maxie, that's a great question, man. And, and it's, um, you know, I, I always, I hope whenever people listen or hear somebody, you know, talk on faith that it can speak to them, but, um, you know, it, there's plenty of times where, you know, faith can be, uh, it, it can, it can waver. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I think before, before I had a relationship, um, with Christ, 
you know, I think I, my, my, you know, anticipation and eagerness for, for what was next or, or, you know, uneasy, uneasiness, uneasiness with um, maybe, you know, not knowing what's next um, was, was definitely more prevalent, but, you know, now it's a, Hey, God's got, got a plan for me. Um, he's got a plan for all of us. And, and uh, you know, I'm, Hey, I'm just along for the ride and, and um, you know, Hey, I, I fit in where, where he tells me to fit in. So whatever comes next. And, you know, I, I know, I know you and I joked about it and people always, I think people always wonder whenever a coach um, isn't coaching somewhere anymore, they, they wonder, is, is he going to coach again? Is he looking to coach again? And, Hey, I'm absolutely going to coach again. And I'm looking forward to it wherever, wherever that, uh, that, that opportunity comes um, moving forward. Ryan Saunders is our guest. Uh, we'll talk playoff basketball as well in this segment. But you, when you have uh, students like that and, and, you, and you're talking to them and you bring in some different guest speakers that are coaches or for, you know, athletic leadership type, uh, what questions do the students have? What are the things that this generation wants to know about leadership? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's been really impactful for me to hear, you know, these questions. We have a segment in our class and it's a, it's a hundred minute class on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So we, you know, it's, it's a, it's a lot of time. And, um, but we have a segment at the end of class, uh, for, for 10 minutes where I tell them I reserve the right. Like, like I, I probably told you before, Maxie, I, re- I reserve the right to not answer a question or pass on a question. But mm-hmm. for the most part, I try to be open and honest, um, about, you know, things that I've, experience in my past good and bad and uh and you know i they ask questions on you know how would you deal with this situation what happened when this came came up for you um they've asked that to plenty we've had different coaches um individuals running nba teams um speak to our our group over zoom um we have uh, you know a, a, a renowned pastor speaking over zoom coming up here um sports psychologist um, you know, a couple of local, um, coaches. Um, so it's, it's been, uh, it's been really interesting to hear the questions they have. And it's all, it's all kind of relevant to how do they deal with uncertainty? How do they deal with, um, you know, pressure? And, uh, you know, I think it goes into, you know, what a lot of people might be not necessarily struggling with, but, you know, trying to navigate through during COVID. And, um, you know, I think we all have similar questions. So it's nice to hear somebody else ask them and, and somebody else give an answer too. You know, one, you know Larry McKenzie well, of course, over at Minneapolis North and, yep. and his son Lawrence. And he didn't coin this phrase, but but he certainly, you know, he believes in it. And I've heard him say it and, and, and read it before. It, it, it's either it, when you participate in sports, you either win or you learn. You never lose. You either win or you learn because losing yep. is an opportunity to learn. I know that's easy to say, harder to do. But but do you believe in premise that that's that's what our young people have to understand is it, that in everything that you see, whether it's when you lost your job or whatever, is opportunity an opportunity to learn. As you said, yeah. maybe you're going to do things differently. For sure, for sure. And and then you know that's, a, that's a, another you know great topic to bring up because and then I'm a big fan of Coach McKenzie and and I've actually used that. Um, you know, I can't remember if I had heard it from him. It, you know, we'll, we'll go, we'll go along and say, say that I did because I <laughs> like it and I'm such a big fan of him, but his, but, um, I've used that a lot. And, you know, it is something to be said that, Hey, everything is not going to work out the way you want it to work out, um, in, in, in anything in life, whatever it may be. But, you know, you can learn from, you know, the past, um, you know, successes. You can learn from the past, uh, things that didn't go your way and, um, you know, just take them, apply them and uh, move towards the future and, and try to, you know, work towards a better outcome 
um, the next time around. And it's a lot more fun to be a forward-thinking person, right? Sure, it sure is. And it's, it's uh, you know, that's something I've, I've noticed in the last year, Maxie, is, is uh, I've really enjoyed, you know, not just being, you know, because it, it was a, a choice of mine to, you know, spend time with, with my family, spend time with my, my little boy, uh, my newborn daughter, who was born very shortly after I got let go with the Timberwolves, and then my wife, Haley. And, um, you know, it, it, during that time, too, just kind of immersing yourself in, in uh, self-improvement in a lot of different areas. And, um, you know, it's been something I've really fallen in love with even more so. And, uh, you know, it's something I, I hope to pass on to um, the class that I'm uh, tasked with teaching. I remember Pete Carroll told me he had moved to California uh, he coached the NFL for two different teams, New England and the New York Jets. Didn't work out, and he's sitting out in L.A. He lived out there. I can't remember why he moved there, but if his wife was from there, whatever the reason be. But he's not coaching, and he read John mm-hmm. Wooden's book because he mm-hmm. had time to reflect. And then eventually, the USC job came up kind of out of the blue. And you know, the next thing you know, he made history with the national championships, and obviously, he's had the great run at Seattle, et cetera, et cetera. But he said it was that time of reflection that changed the way I approach things. Is that what you've tried to do over the last year and a half is garner some more information and say, okay, how, how do I go forward? What, what can I do today to win the day? For, for sure. And, and it's, uh, you know, I don't know if it's, you know, subconscious that you throw that in there, but that was actually a book that we distributed to our class today. Really? Uh, when, it was called win the day by Mark Batterson, yep. um, pastor out, out of, uh, who was my pastor in Washington, DC when I was there with the wizards and he and I have developed a great friendship and he's he was kind enough to donate books to the class and we're actually go- going to read a couple chapters and talk about them um might be a little quiz on too but uh <laughs> but do, do some of those things but but absolutely and you bring up pete carroll and i actually got a chance to spend time with him um when i was coaching the wolves i spent uh you know three four days out in seattle and and he was great his environment and that was one of the things he talked about was you know, one, just trying to attack every day, making every day a, a competition, but then also, you know, using things that he's very open about using experiences that maybe didn't work out the way you wanted them to work out mm-hmm. and um, taking what you thought was, was right about that time. But, and then, but also taking what you thought maybe, you know, wasn't right about that time, you know, from the outside um, outside factors or something that you maybe didn't do that you thought you could do better with, cause we can all do better. Um, in a lot of situations, but, you know, I've always been somebody who's been very proud of, you know, foundations being laid um, and trying to do things the right way. And, um, you know, just, uh, you know, just, just trying to really attack the day. Well, your father used to have, and you, and you saw it, I'm sure, uh, in his office, I remember, uh, it was a uh, cartoon and, and it was a picture of a dinosaur and it said, evolve or die. Remember yep, that? Exactly. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's, Hey, that's the NBA. That's the NBA world. Uh, that's the pro sports world, especially. Yep. <laughs> you, you better be evol- evolving with the times, or or you become extinct. Nobody wants to be, be a dinosaur. That's right. Now, now the playoffs are in play now. Uh, you know, for uh, uh, the NBA to play in games are getting done this week, and then the playoffs yeah. start. Uh, w- when you watch it, and you watch all the games that you see right now, what do you look for in trying to, to figure out who's trending in the right direction and, and, and who comes out of it? Is, is it based on who's playing the best defense? Is it based on who has their superstars healthy? What do you look for first? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think the, you know, what what you just mentioned is really important. You know, I, I've always heard, you know, the, the, the common phrase that people say, hey, to, to win and to, you know, move on in the playoffs, you got to have a little luck too. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that comes with, with good health. Um, comes with guys being in rhythm, 
you know, at, at the right time. Um, you know, but uh, at the end of the day, especially through playoff series, you know, there's so much time. There's time to prepare for one opponent. Yep. really lock into one opponent. And, hey, coaches, players, um, you know, scouting, you know, whatever you're dealing with, um, it's, the, it's the top top of the, you know, top, top notch in every category. So, you know, there's always going to be counters to what is being done. Um, but at the end of the day, it's, 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 it comes down to your defense. Are you able to, able to defend and, and make the necessary adjustments um, as a team? And, uh, you know, the times that I've been a part of teams, you know, in the playoffs, it's always been, you know, groups that um, can, you know, rev up their intensity but also control their emotions too. And uh, I think we've seen some, some great performances over, over this last week. And, and uh, you know, moving forward, I'm, I'm sure this will be a really, really entertaining playoffs. Okay, so this, uh, so we, we all are at a game and we see, you know, the, the, the coach calls the timeout and the assistants, mm-hmm. and, and now there's like six or eight of them or ten of them, however many they are, they all gathered out there on the court. They're talking about something. Do these assistant coaches, is each one in charge of watching something different during the game or do they just watch the game in total and yeah. then give the head coach a suggestion? You know, everybody, everybody kind of does, does that a little bit differently. I'd say, I'd say for the most part, um, it's more, where everybody is in charge of some element of the game, you know, whether it be offense, whether it be defense, whether it be kind of your hustle plays, you know, your deflections, your, you know, loose balls recovered, um, you know, those types of situations. Um, then, then you also have, you know, you'll, you'll probably have somebody who's very focused on, and yet he probably, he or she probably has a laptop um, of the game where they can rewind and they have a live, they can kind of live code behind where they're, they're focused on, you know, what comes, if there's a, a, um, a challenge situation sure. and they're keeping, keeping track of, you know, game management. Um, so, you know, you kind of have a special situations, you know, coordinator almost mm-hmm. in a way that kind of keeps track of a lot of game, game management. So, um, you know, I, I think that football's had a, had a, a great influence on the NBA, especially with, you know, the way staffs have evolved, um, you know, the, the resources that we've been able to, you know, have that makes our jobs, you know, you know, not easy, but easier. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you're, you're able, you, you need people that are able to digest the information and, you know, give it back to not just you, but the players in a way that everybody can understand. So, so take a team, you know, as we look at the Western Conference, take a team like Phoenix. And, yeah. uh, you know, they seem to have figured something out. And, and they, they win, you know, Chris Paul's out there still winning, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, like when you see a team like that, and, and they're talented, but I wouldn't say they're more talented than a lot of teams. What happens? Why why does it come together for a team like that? Yeah, you know, I, I mean, you mentioned Chris Paul. That, that's a, that's a guy who he he does just have an effect on a group. He really does. Um, you know, I think you know Monty Williams has done a fantastic job. Um, James Jones, you know, in in the players that they they put around their their main guys. Um, and then, you know, all these guys have kind of raised their level of intensity um, and they, they've, they've done a nice job of, of, you know, just bringing it all together and, you know, buying into roles and, and accepting roles. And, um, you know, it's, they're definitely, they're, they're a team that you, you watch them and, and you see they look like they're, they're a well-oiled machine right now. So um, it'll be, be a lot of fun watching them in their series. Golden State, too, because they kind of got the X factor. You're not sure how healthy they are right now, but you assume they've kind of been building towards being healthy. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, I was fortunate enough. Coach Kerr, he's, he's, he's not, not just a great coach, but he's, he's a great person. And, um, you know, I was fortunate enough to, 
um, go spend some time with, with him and their team for about a week earlier this year. And, and um, you know, just observing not just the way he conducts himself and, and the culture that him and, and Bob Myers, you know, put forward there, but um, just the way they operate on a day-to-day basis, they are building towards something. And um, you can see why, you know, they are who they are. And, you know, they have championship standards every day. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, it starts with a guy like, like Steph Curry. And, um, you know, just his work ethic and, and his personality with their group, you know, obviously along with coaches, um, you know, they're, they're a team, too, that you, you can't count them out. No, you know, I was so they got Curry, they got Wiggins, and they got Thompson. I just saw Mitchell Wiggins, who you know, Andrew's father, the, yesterday at the health club. Yeah. I was enjoyed visiting with him, and so all three of them have fathers that were NBA players. How much, you know, yeah. do you believe that their greatest benefit is that they are genetically gifted because obviously they've got NBA bloodlines, or, or do they have a higher basketball IQ because they have NBA bloodlines? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I buy into any any type of, I guess, theory. Um, cause you know, I've always been a believer at the end of the day, it's about the work, um, the work you put in and, you know, those three guys do, do work incredibly hard. Um, you know, just being able to observe them for a week and obviously know, knowing Andrew, um, just seeing the work that they put in, but you know, a, lo- a lot of that is established too with, you know, when you do have, you know, parents that, you know, have played professional sports or, or have been elite athletes and, you know, they, they establish routine um, in, in, a, in a different type of way. They're able to, you know, in just in the, in the family dinner, dinner talk, they're yep. able to talk of, you know, things that they've, they may be encountered or, or how, how they dealt with, you know, certain situations. Sure. And probably just as important, not yeah. focus on the stuff that's not important, sure. right? For sure. And, and, and you're absolutely right on that. So, you know, there, there is probably a level of, of, um, you know, a, a benefit to that. But we've seen, you know, all types of players have, you know, great success at, at the NBA um, and have, you know, great basketball IQs as well. Yeah, and, and I got to say that this league is just so good and so, you know, the, the idea that, you know, in the old days maybe it was pre-charters when they used to talk about, you know, teams not playing hard to the playoffs, that, that's, that's way gone. These guys are so freakish good oh, when you yeah. get up close. It is really something. We're, we're out of time, Ryan. Great to see you today. We'll have a piece on at 10 o'clock on the news uh, tonight, and hopefully we can do this again soon and talk some more uh, NBA and beyond. Hey, that'd be great, Maxie. And next time I see you at Lifetime, you better put a little more resistance on that uh, stationary bike. I didn't think you could tell. I thought I I was making it look like I was working hard. I didn't think you'd see it. I I saw you you splash some water in your face. I'm going to come over there and turn that resistance bike bike up. Hey, I'm a vector, too. I learned a few tricks of the trade, too. (laughs) You're right about that, Maxie. Good talking to you, man. You, too. Ryan Saunders, nice stuff to join us. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 